Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank discussion with passion on CJD 800. Coming up after 10.15, it's our Dating Dilemmas Night, the night we focus on singlehood. We will be joined by Christina Mucciardi and our Bachelor of the Month. So you get to meet him and ask him all kinds of questions as well. Plus, we'll talk about safe dating these days. Uh, And you can ask as many questions as you'd like. That's coming up after 10.15. But first... Let's take a look at the inbox. Make a connection anytime at 514-800. Remember, you can always uh, send me your uh, emails as well to laurie at drlaurie.com. And I got a couple that I want to share with you. Uh, So this one begins, first, I'd like to tell you that I'm a very, very long time listener. So very, very long time. I've been listening to The Passion Show and I find you awesome. Thank you. Here's my problem. I get panic attacks when there are too many people around me and I can't even go in a store for anything now because my panic attacks are worse because of the mask. I really cannot breathe with it on. I already have a breathing problem as it is and I have sinus problems too. I went to see the doctor two years ago. They tried lots of medications and none of them worked. The only thing the medication did is I almost lost my eyesight and none of them know what is wrong with me. So it sounds like an anxiety disorder. It's like a particular form of, uh, of anxiety, the, uh, the, a panic disorder. There are medications, not all, I guess it's not one size fits all. So sometimes it's difficult until you find the right one. I can't, I've never heard of almost losing one's eyesight though. That's something else. I, I'm not sure what medication they gave you, but I would suggest at the very least you start working with a therapist who does CBT. So cognitive behavioral therapy with you. There are, uh, one of our colleagues that's on our therapist panel, uh, Rebecca Putterman is a specialist in this as is Sandra Reich, uh, who is a regular on the show as well. And they specialize in anxiety disorders, but it, it's like a, a particular program that you can take like an eight session, uh, program to help you, uh, cope with, uh, and give you the techniques that you need so that you don't go into the, um, into panic mode, right? Uh, it's very scary for people who get panic, uh, panic attacks. They feel that they can't breathe. They feel like they're dying. Of course, nobody has ever died from a panic attack. So that's something you should definitely know. Uh, there's also medication you can take when you feel the panic coming on that you can put under your tongue that immediately calms the system down. So there's that as well that you might consider, but the best treatment approach really like the, the best results for these kinds of issues are a combination of medication and, uh, and therapy. So if you would like uh, more information about, about, uh, therapy or about therapists who could, who might be able to help you, then, uh, shoot me an email and I will be very happy to, uh, to give you some, uh, some names. Texter asks, when taking a shower with a partner, is peeing in the shower taboo? (laughs) That's a good question, and I'm going to throw that out to our listeners. Is peeing in the shower taboo? Um, uh, If you ask me, I say no. Uh, I I don't, you know, it's the shower. Would a partner even know if you were peeing, (laughs) if the shower is going? I don't even know that. Uh, But I don't, what do people think about that? Maybe it depends on how long you've been with the person, how comfortable you feel with the person. 
listen, some people don't, you know, won't go to the bathroom with the door open. Like the, so there are things, it's everybody's comfort level. I don't think it's a taboo thing. I just don't think you should be, you know, with a new partner taking a shower and then decide you're going to pee all over them. Uh, that might just freak them out. And especially if that's not something they want, right? So that's something you don't want to do. Um, <laughs> Uh, all right. Let's see. Here's another, uh, another email. Good morning, Lori. The lunch with Lori gang once asked what the passion community was, and you did explain the following day, but yesterday was the community in action. One of our group had a breakup over the weekend and she was feeling terrible. And yesterday someone messaged in whose heart was broken. You read messages from listeners and even your poet wrote a beautiful poem in minutes. Incredible. How does the poet do it? The passion community was there with great ideas for anyone with a broken heart. She felt better after. So thank you. You have created a beautiful thing called the passion community. I can tell you it can reach a half world away. The lunch with Lori gang now up to 10. So for people who haven't been following, this is a group of women in an office in, I believe in Australia. So they get to listen to the show online at their lunchtime or something like that. So they gather around and, uh, and listen to the show while they eat lunch. And at first I think it was three. Now it's up to 10 women. So, uh, that's really fun. Uh, no peeing in the shower is okay. Like marking your territory. What, what territory are you marking? And another text writes, his question has nothing to do with the spirit of your show, question mark, question mark. I, I haven't read any question has nothing to do with the spirit of my show. My show has uh, people call, send in questions with mental health issues, and that's fine. I'm a clinical psychologist, so I can, we often talk about mental health and mental wellness in, on this show, as well as relationship issues, sexual wellness, specific sexual problems, etc. So I want this to be a safe space for people anybody who's, uh, who's struggling and wants to talk about it, especially in these times with, uh, with the pandemic, I think people need a place where they can, they can reach out or can vent or talk. So a lot of the, a lot of the messages I get and a lot of the emails I get have to do with frustrations and anxieties surrounding uh, what's going on now. And that's perfectly okay to do as well. So it doesn't have to be exactly, exactly in the spirit of sex and, um, and relationships. <clears throat> so we have another question from another listener from the UK. So we we're reaching far now. I'm happy. I'm a 21 year old male from the UK. I have a question issue I want to run by you. It would be great if you could respond. I have an issue in which I ejaculate really fast, like under a minute. I've gotten into bed with girls five or six times, but never actually had a girlfriend. I'm good at foreplay and good at pleasuring a girl with hands, tongue. However, when it comes to her starting to perform oral sex or me penetrating, I can't control myself and ejaculate almost instantly. It's really embarrassing. This has had a really bad psychological effect on me as I become extremely nervous when I get into a sexual situation and worried that I'll ejaculate too quickly. I don't know why I'm like this. I sometimes think I have a hypersensitive penis. Is this a thing? It is a thing. 
by the way. I've read online about Kegel exercises and also lengthy masturbation sessions as a practice. Yes, those are good too. Uh, Does this work? Yes, they can work. Uh, I often thought that I could just be honest and explain myself to a girl and ask to take it slow because of this. Yes, also a very good uh, idea to do uh, so that you feel safe, get to know the person it's okay to share your anxieties. It's okay to share some of this. I know some people would say don't, but I think it is. I think it's a good way to weed out people who, if they're not going to be compassionate with you and, and understanding that why would you want to be with them anyway? Uh, so just remember that. I'm 21, decent looking, nice sized penis, fun personality, but this is the bane of my life at the moment. I need help. I want a girlfriend. I feel like I need to regularly practice with a girl and I'll be fine. Um, I think you'll be fine too. There's a couple of things you mentioned in here. Yes, some men can have a hypersensitivity because it's related to a neurological thing. So there have been studies on that. But you could take a medication that could help that part of it. But before you go to medication, try the exercises. First of all, you've probably developed uh, performance anxiety and performance anxiety can lead to uh, premature ejaculation as well. So uh, by getting to know a partner and being able to talk to them and really developing a relationship with somebody, then uh, yes, it, it may just, you may find that it goes away. You're still young, you haven't had too much experience. Many men will tell you that the beginning of their sexual career, they were fast too. So I wouldn't put too much uh, weight on this at this point in your life. So um, I hope that helps. Coming up, uh, dating dilemmas. A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. Tonight it is Dating Dilemmas. The last Wednesday of every night we focus on singlehood. We kind of want to get to all the segments of society if we can. And uh, single people make up uh, quite a large part of of our audience as well. Joining me is uh, my usual guest, Christina Mucciardi of cookanddate.com. And tonight we have a bachelor of the month who is 55-year-old Domenico. Hi, Domenico. Welcome to the program. Hi, Lori. How are you? Good. You're on the hot seat tonight. Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> Actually, I'm really happy because I'm looking at you right now. We're not in studio, but at least I can see you on, on camera on Zoom. So that's a good thing for all of us. Um, happy to have you both on the show. Uh, again, this is, I don't know, our fifth show during the pandemic. So oh, uh, we haven't had a chance to see see each other. And I know dating has been quite challenging for a lot of people. I'm sure you're getting a lot of calls, Christina, about that. And Constantly, constantly, like, just dying to have a start the event again. Yes. But, uh, it's, it's a problem because of the, the rules and the, um, can you know, they're saying you can go up to 50 people now, but it has to be still. And my events, you know, there's mingling, there's cooking. <laughs> right. You can't be, you're not six feet no. away from each away other from at each those other. events. So yeah. I don't know. I think you're acting now as a, at least in the last few months on this show, you've been kind of the matchmaker of the show, yes, right? We bring exactly. in and, and we've had a few successes, right? Where we've yes. had a, a bachelor or bachelorette of the month and then people have contacted you to meet up. Mm-hmm. So uh, Domenico, exactly. you might get lucky tonight. <laughs> 
not that kind of lucky, but no. lucky, uh, <laughs> nonetheless, right? <laughs> um, so uh, let's let's hear a little bit about Domenico. So you're 55. Were you married uh, before? Yeah, I was married for uh, 12 years. I have three kids and divorced about 14 years since then. Oh, wow. Okay. And since yeah. then, have you been in other long-term relationships? Or? I had a couple of long-term relationships, yeah, but not for a few years. So you've been single for a few years now. Yeah. And uh, what are you looking for? Well, I'm a super active person, very uh, active getting out with sports. I used to be a professional hockey player, so I still play oh, wow. hockey. But um, tennis and golf and uh, yoga, and I'm very, very active. So, uh, And I just picked up uh, or got back into cycling during coronavirus. So okay. uh, if I meet somebody, it definitely has to be someone who wants to get active and, and be busy out on, you know, doing stuff. That makes sense. Uh, I think that's good because you can weed out people who are homebodies and who maybe are couch, not so couch into potatoes. Fitness. Not apply. So yeah, couch potatoes need not apply, and not not just your willingness to like. You already have to have an active lifestyle, I think, right? Like if you, that's what you want. People who already have active an active lifestyle. Right. Yeah. I, I I exercise every day, so I you know I know not everybody has that ability. I work for myself, but. Um, Definitely somebody who's interested in, 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 you know, being active and being active in a lot of different ways. And, you know, health is really important to me. Okay. And doing outdoor things and things like that. Okay. So that's good. That That's, uh, I think in when whenever you do a profile or what have you, I think that is, that's a really important, uh, I would say even a value, right? Somebody who values, who puts a lot of uh, emphasis on their, their health, their physical health would need somebody else who also uh, is quite, you know, uh, puts that as one of their uh, priorities. Absolutely. Right. Christina, is that, uh, what do you think? Yeah, plus also like someone with Dominic's personality and he's like an A-type personality, right? Uh, <laughs> outspoken, active. He needs, okay, yes, the active part has to be compatible, but then the, the personality maybe has to be not as A-type on the woman's side, right? So... Uh, when I'm looking for a match, it has to be maybe someone a little bit calmer. Or that balances <laughs> say, out. Yeah, yeah. Not right. to say that he's not calm. I mean, he's a he's a great guy. He's a great catch, right? Everybody I bring on this show is a great catch. But <laughs> but I mean, like now doing more of the matchmaking, less of the you know mingle and, uh-huh. and see how where it goes. That's what I kind of do when I'm uh, speaking with um, potential matches. Let's say. Right. So now yeah. you're actually assessing personality types and which ones mesh together you're probably learning a whole lot about that and you it's a whole other field right like if you do you should get people to do their the myers-briggs personality uh personality assessments to to look and and see because uh no it's true it makes a difference like you want to be able to balance each other out not necessarily compete but Mm -hmm. i imagine domenico that you if you're you might meet women who, if they're just as active as you, might be competitive. Do you I like that? Um, well, I think there's always a healthy amount of competition. I don't really uh, want to get into an arm wrestling match with somebody, but uh, you know, <laughs> I, mean, I don't meet you, you know, in I, the ring, okay? <laughs> yeah, just, I, I don't. I don't think the the, the bodybuilder muscle muscle type is my type, but but just somebody with a healthy lifestyle, whether it's yoga or cycling or skiing or okay. even just going for walks. Right. So it doesn't have to be someone who's an athlete per se. No. 
Okay, no. so that that kind of narrows it uh, well. Couch, what? couch potatoes need not apply. Right, we <laughs> we got go. that loud and clear. Uh, this is our dating dilemmas panel tonight. Uh, Domenico is uh, our 55-year-old bachelor of the month, and uh, Christina Mucciardi of CookandDate.com, who is now acting as a matchmaker. And uh, and so if you want to reach out to her, you do that through Cook and Date. Dot com and if you are interested in meeting Domenico, what age group are you looking for? That's another thing. Uh, forty-five to fifty-five. Okay. See, that's I find that interesting because we've had these discussions before with Christina where we talk about the myth that older guys are looking for the twenty-five-year-old. And no, that, I, I no no not twenty-five. Forty because right. I, I, what happens? I'm a very young-spirited person, and a lot of times. As I said, when I meet people that are my own age, they're not very active anymore. They, no offense to the yoga crowd, but that's all they do is yoga. And I do yoga myself, but it's just I want to do something like go skiing in the winter and mm-hmm. play tennis in the summertime. So the 45 thing is not an ego thing. The 45 is because a lot of them are still very, very active and they're still... Oh, I'm, you know, I'm actually okay. I, I was mm, thinking more yeah. a lot, uh, along a lot the younger. lines of people saying... Oh yeah, fifty-five-year-olds are only looking for you know under thirties or thirties or something like that, which isn't true. It's, it's actually no, a I, myth. I've, I've met some fifty-five-year-old women that are incredibly healthy, athletic, and it, it's not, it's not really an age thing. It's just a connection and it's a you know right. common ground thing. Right. Hey, listen. I work out. I happen to work out with a bunch of people who are older than me. I'm fifty-six. Who are older than me? Who are in amazing shape? We. We all box, and mm-hmm. and we are in better shape, some of us than the younger people in right. their, in their twenties. So it's you're right. It's it's not an an age thing. Uh, this texter writes in. I think this gentleman will have to compromise. Uh, being very active myself, I can say in our age group, most women not as active as us, overly active males. Many women like to be active, but they like to relax, and enjoy life. I don't know. How do you respond to that? <laughs> uh, oh, but yeah, he I does. Mean... <laughs> he does. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you, Dominic, Domenico. Uh, I know I know for a fact he loves to cook and he travels a lot. I mean, that's, you know, more. it's not like he's, he's bodybuilding every day. Right, right, know? right, yeah. right, right. You know how to enjoy your life. Yeah. What do you do in your spare time? We were talking off air. You were saying you're, you're involved in community organizations as well, right? Uh, I my company has sponsored a lot of charity events uh, over the 30 years I've been in business. Mm-hmm. So I I do believe in you know I have three great uh, healthy kids, and when those kids were born I was involved with Missing Children's Network, I, I Wish Foundation. I raised a lot of money for for children's related um, mm-hmm. uh, organizations with all the celebrities I I know used to uh, host uh, charity golf events. So I'm definitely a firm believer what comes around goes around. So you know I've got. I was blessed with healthy, great kids, and I decided to do a lot of charity work uh, with related to, to kids' uh, charities. Right. Uh, Texter writes in, and we can talk about this. Uh, I thought opposites attract. Domenico asking for like attributes sends warning lights. I'm going to respond first. Actually, um, opposites can attract, but they don't. It takes a, it. It's a lot harder to make it work. So if like-minded on certain issues are very important. You can have, you don't have to have the same personality. Those can be opposite, but you have to have, you have to value the same things. So valuing an active lifestyle, that's actually a value when you think about it. When, if, if you're, um, 
you know, concerned about your physical health. And I don't mean this in a vain kind of way, but just in a general lifestyle kind of way, it's a lifestyle. So if that's what you value, you do need to find somebody who is similar the same way. Like I had a conversation about, um, with, uh, another person who was telling me that they, what they need in their lives is like kinky sex. Okay. That goes a little, it's a little far out of here, but, but it's something that's important to them. So to go out with someone who doesn't share that would, would be so, would create conflict in that relationship at some point. Right. So you, I do think that you have to mesh on certain things. And this one is an important one. I think the, the type of lifestyle you want to lead. And I have no, it's not, I don't have a problem with people who are homebodies or who like, you know, their idea of a great day is, is, is watching a movie with a glass of wine, and nice dinner. That that's okay. But that doesn't mean that's for everybody. Mm-mm. So there, you can find people who are, are similar to you in that way. 514-800 would like to uh, hear from you as well. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about uh, tonight about some of the, maybe some of the difficulties. Uh, Domenico, I don't know if you've encountered any issues, uh, especially like dating now. Have you been dating during COVID? Is this something that you've put on hold? Have you done no, it differently? Not, yeah, not no physical dating, but, you know, just talking with people, uh, Either over the phone or or online, okay. um, uh, and and you know I just find that you know obviously everybody's very very cautious uh, today. Even now, as things getting better and better, just meeting out for a coffee on a terrace or you know at, by the lake or whatever is, mm-hmm. you know, seems to be a challenge. Uh, I just actually got back from Kelowna. I I went cycling in Kelowna, and I you know wow. I, I felt completely safe in the planes. It was like only 30% of the people in the planes. The airports were empty. And I spent an amazing week in, in Kelowna. And, uh, you know, I I, I wish that... Um, I understand people are cautious about this whole thing, but, you know, I, I just think that as long as people take their, uh, you know, distancing and doing the very minimal things, everyone will be safe. And there's no harm in going and sitting on a terrace, having a coffee right. or having you know, pizza now. So, so I think things are starting to get back to normal. So bottom line, though, you're not having sex right now. No. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> That's how safe he is. See, the older generation and everyone I've spoken to who is of an older generation and they're dating, they are cautious. The younger generation, the the 20 to, to, to 29 not so much. They are having sex and they are uh, not following the guidelines uh, so much. Dating dilemmas tonight. More with Domenico, our 55-year-old uh, Bachelor of the Month, and Christina Mucciardi of CookAndDate.com. We'll tell you how uh, you can meet Domenico for a long, you know, a distance date possibly uh, <laughs> coming up, and uh, safe dating during these times. From the pleasure and the politics to the hang-ups and the heartbreak, you're listening to Passion, CJD 800. It's our Dating Dilemmas uh, panel night tonight where we focus on singlehood. And I think uh, singlehood has uh, never been as challenging as it is these days. Joining me are Christina Mucciardi of cookanddate.com, who also 
uh, acts as a, a, a local matchmaker. So you can get in touch with her through Cook and Date. And our Bachelor of the Month is 55-year-old Domenico, who is uh, leads a very active lifestyle, who is uh, an entrepreneur and uh, gives back to the community and all-around great guy (laughs) so uh, who's looking for an active person woman who between the ages of 45 and 55 now Domenico this person says I am 57 a little more than the age group he is interested in but I am super active and people often believe I'm younger I bike swim run and more would that be somebody you'd be interested in 57 that's okay absolutely I would never I would never question a a year up or down okay good all right there you go so get in touch with uh, christina at cookanddate.com and who knows we might make a passion match Um, I once met a very active woman, fantastic shape, played tennis together, biking, lots of activities, but she had a passion for hiking. Not my thing. As silly as it sounds, it was a deal breaker. So there you talk about compatibility. I suppose if you're a very avid whatever, let's say you golfed every single weekend, right? Like Saturday and Sunday, you golfed every time. If you didn't have a partner you could golf with, Maybe it could be a deal breaker if that was a real passion for you. So maybe, uh, maybe that's that's what's happened. I don't know. Um, let's see. Hi, Dr. Lori. Domenico seems like uh, a great guy. As active as he's been, he may find he slows down a tad in the second half of his fifties. I know that happened to me, for instance. Really tough time to be looking for relationships right now. I wish him well (laughs) so there you go Uh, another one says i'm taken aback one common thread amongst your guests and panelists is there is never a mention of romance or passion the raison d'etre of your show i being a tireless romantic seem to be alienated in today's times am i a dinosaur uh well we just didn't get to to that part but okay here's a question for you are you Domenico, the romantic type. Um, yeah, tell me about this. Are you, how romantic are you? I, I'm wondering if I should let Christina know this, uh, answer this. But no, here, this is me. Um, candles, Michael Bublé. I'm an amazing chef, mm-hmm. and I and you know it's the whole deal. So you so. cook. You'll cook a meal for for somebody. You'll... I probably cook better than most women. <laughs> It's not just a woman thing, by the way. My husband cooks a hundred times better than me, and he does all the cooking in the house. <laughs> I think that I think that Christina's events have made me the great chef that I am. I've learned so much uh, from cooking date. I I love it. I I think I probably went there more, you know, obviously to meet people, but all the, the new cooking. dishes I I I made, I made I made because of that. But yeah, I'm a I'm a great chef, and uh, like I said, I can I can do it upright with the candles and the table and the music and the whole bit. Okay, so you are a romantic. So that that answers that question. There you go. Anybody uh, that loves Michael Bublé has to be a romantic. <laughs> 
Okay, so you have to be a fan of Michael Bublé. There's another. Uh, there's another element. You might. You might get a few right there because of this. Uh, it's our dating dilemmas uh, panel. If you have questions for Domenico, maybe you're interested in meeting him. You can certainly ask. Uh, ask away. We we'd love to uh, to hear from you. So. Are you on any uh, dating sites or dating apps? What do you use to meet uh, people? Uh, no. None? Not, None? No. I tried Tinder for a bit, but I kind of find, I don't pay for that service. I just have a regular membership, and I kind of find it quite amusing. <laughs> okay. And no real successes there? Like, how did you – why was it amusing to you? Well, I think there's a lot of profiles that might necessarily not be real, um, oh. and there's a lot of solicitations, believe it or not, um, on the from the female side to men. Um, like solicitation, like pay for my sexual services type of solicitation. Yeah, prostitute. Yeah, prostitute. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. And uh, actually, when I was in when I was in Kelowna, I was uh, I just looked at my Tinder and I met some interesting or chatted with some interesting people and you know the i guess the beginning of the conversation was you know why are you out here and and then talking about cycling and then all of a sudden it was an, an initial connection with somebody or strike up a conversation with somebody because of your passion for cycling mm-hmm. right so you wanted to say something about compatibility because i think we keep coming back to compatibility uh and i th- i think it's imp- i think on these levels it's important um, you know, we often talk about sexual compatibility, but what about everything else in life that you have to be compatible for? So I know you wanted to add something to that. Well, I, I think, you know, just in, in getting together and having a nice supper, you have to enjoy the same things. If someone is a strict uh, vegetarian and, and another person is a carnivore, and maybe if there's no acceptance of each other's uh, eating preferences, it could be a big thing. Um, could be, you know, could be. Uh, you know, being, you know, uh, sometimes people have a tough time dealing with entrepreneurs who own a business and travel all over the world and keep crazy hours versus a person who works nine mm-hmm, to five. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, again, when it comes down to being active and athletic, even if I was a high, high level hockey player at one time in my life, I just want to meet somebody who like I can, I don't have to have the exact same caliber uh, athlete or, or activity as, 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 as myself, but just going for a walk and enjoying a sunset or going, you know, you know, enjoying something as simple as walking the dog. Right. Um, and I think those are all important things that you bring up. Um, compatibility. Look, you're right in terms of carnivores versus, uh, vegans or vegetarians, but you said the word acceptance. Mm-hmm. I happened to go through that with my own husband cause I went vegan about, I don't know, three, three years, maybe four years ago. And he was a carnivore and he would make fun of me, right? Like he would, like it was in joke and in jest, but you know, we, I had to cook my own meals. He cooked his own. Uh, it wasn't a point of contention. Of course, this was, you know, tw- after 25 years of marriage or 20 years of marriage. But um, I'm happy to say for the last five months, he's he's gone the other way. And he is now vegan and life is easier for us because now we choose restaurants together. And, and you right. know, so there is something, it has made it easier. And I could see the difference in terms of even though I can accept somebody and be with someone who is not like me in my dietary choices 
I can see how much easier it is when you're both on the same on the same page. Yeah, so. I listen. I've met people that are vegans, and they've showed me their their eating, and I I've loved it. I totally enjoyed the experience. So I I, I would be. It's funny because my one of my friends told me he was a flexitarian. So ah, I love he's, that. He's a he's a really he's a guy I play hockey with for the last ten years, and he says I'm a flexitarian. He goes, you know what? Like four or five days of the week, I'm a vegan, and then I have my my craving for a, a know, steak, a good steak, T-bone or a tomahawk steak. But he basically lives on both sides of the street. And I said, I have no problem with that. I, as I said, I've, I've had vegan meals and I totally enjoyed them because I don't necessarily want to cook them myself. But when I started to learn about them, it was really enjoyable. And then you can cook differently. So, exactly. so that's something you can adapt. So you're open to meeting somebody who has a d- different dietary oh, uh, yeah. needs as, as you. So, but well, it, what I find funny, and I, you know, what someone eats uh, is funny because how? Why would you not want to meet a great person and negate them because they're a vegetarian? It's just like a lot of times I I meet women who are only five seven, five eight, and they have to go with a guy who's six foot two because they wear four inch heels. So I said, <laughs> but you laugh, but it happens all the time online. Uh, over the years, you see somebody who says. I only go with guys who are six feet plus, and I'm like, well, if I'm five ten, you don't want to go out with me? No, because you wear, uh, because I wear four inch heels. I go, but ninety nine percent of your life, you're five foot seven or you're five foot six. <laughs> so I said, so you don't want to meet a great guy because he's not six feet tall. And I said, okay, no problem. Fine, so, goodbye. Yep. <laughs> so you're five ten. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we got that that out of you there. All right. Um, well, coming up, I want to talk about getting ready now to, I guess, to meet people in real life. It's still, it's still risky, but, um, what are we, what are you doing and what should you do to, uh, to reduce the risks? If you, you know, you might be getting antsy and, and want to, uh, you know, maybe start something and and even go into a, a physical relationship with someone. So we'll talk a little bit about that coming up with uh, Domenico, who is our 55-year-old uh, Bachelor of the Month, and Christina Mucciardi of CookAndDate.com. Passion with Dr. Lori Batito on CJAD 800. It's uh, Dating Dilemmas tonight on the program. We have our Bachelor of the Month tonight is a 55-year-old uh, Domenico, and uh, Christina Mucciardi is here of cookanddate.com. If anyone is interested in uh, meeting up with uh, Domenico, she is the go-between. So she is the, the matchmaker. Not me, uh, but she is. So just uh, you can reach out to her at cookanddate.com. As you can see, I don't want to be responsible, right? <laughs> you can handle that part of it. Um couple of texts here. One says, Dr. Lori, good on you and your husband for going vegan. I would never be able to date someone who isn't vegan, somebody oh. says. So, so for some people, it's more than just, uh, it's it's a, a complete lifestyle, right? So it might be very, very difficult for them to uh, live in the same household with someone making a steak, for example. So everybody has a different level of tolerance and, and you need to be able to recognize that. Somebody else says, I'm 5'7". And I don't wear heels, but men of 5'6 to 5'10 who are totally fine, in my opinion, don't want to date me because they say I'm too tall for them. So how would you feel about dating a tall woman, Domenico? 
I love tall women. Okay, there you go. Okay, that answers that question. So reach out to Christina. You never know. Uh, <laughs> what? And hopefully two calling tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another one. The realistic approach for dating COVID is we must take educated, calculated risks. Anything less is a recipe to being alone. Many are doing it. If you do do not, you are simply being left behind. So a lot of people are feeling it now. They're feeling the uh, loneliness and the be, feeling like they're left behind. And but, what would you say? Like now, getting out there and starting to date, Domenico. Like. Are you informing yourself, like, are you having discussions with, with the people you might potentially meet in real life about their COVID risk? Uh, like, are you asking questions? Well, I, I think this has been part of my life, e- either through taking care of my mom, who's in her 80s, to my three kids, uh, and me being also in that business of antibacterial, um, it, it's been it's been since day one on my mind, and if I meet somebody, um, I'll meet in an open area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't wear a mask, and I'll be distant. And I'll sit either in an outdoor cafe, or I'll get a couple of coffees and sit in the park and and talk. Okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I think that if listen, if uh, if someone wants to go cycling with me, or if someone wants to go for a walk and walk the dog, these are all things that you can do that are um, bonding experiences, but nothing dangerous. And then, you know what, if you start getting close, uh, it's very simple. You just go for a coronavirus test. So, okay. So then uh, that's an interesting point. So now instead of STD testing, we're asking for a coronavirus test. It's like you get tested, I get tested, but then we have to know about our habits, right? Like if somebody works in the health field or somebody is dating a lot and going in, in real life dates a lot, wouldn't you want to know that? Because you you need to assess your own risk. Yeah, I think at this time of uh, life, with, without a vaccination for this, listen. I think people want to be transparent. They want to be honest with each other. You they hope. don't want to contract the disease. They don't want to give it to somebody, and it's it's very prevalent. But I think honesty is is the best policy here. I know in my case, when I I got back to my last trip because of my my mom's age, I went for a coronavirus test. It took no time at all. It didn't hurt. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 24 hours later, I got a negative uh, diagnosis. So I think if people are interested in each other, uh, they're willing to take that step and, uh, you know, be honest with each other. But I think think you're right, and I think that's uh, very wise in in terms of how you're approaching it. But it also means far less just hooking up. Yeah, well, I'm not really looking for that at my age. I, I'm looking to meet somebody who's more serious in a relationship with me. Not, I'm, I'm not 25. I'm not uh, 35. I'm 55. So <laughs> hey. you know, I, that's what I'm looking for. Okay, mind you, it's not an age thing because I've met plenty of uh, older older guys who are just interested in the hooking up part. So uh, there you go. Uh, no, but that makes sense. So if you're going to establish a relationship with someone, at least meeting them with no physical contact and then deciding if you want to take it further, getting a COVID test, asking the questions about their risk factors or, you know, who they're hanging out with or, or what their potential for, um, for exposure is so that you can protect yourself and your own family. But I think you're approaching it in a really, uh, in the way it should be approached these days. Anyway, I I actually think that the coronavirus is, in a lot of ways, has a lot of benefits because in, in the case of dating, 
people talk a lot more yeah. and they get to know each other a lot more. So there's a lot more uh, knowledge between two people of their likes because they've got that distance between them. So they spend hours on the phone or spend hours on messenger talking on video. So there, there's a good thing that comes out of this when it comes to knowing somebody else. Right. Um, interesting. Uh, this, uh, this texter says, uh, a real man has no problem at all attracting women. It comes natural and it's a law, the law of attraction. Dating apps are for losers, hookers, and guys just looking to get their organ wet. See, I disagree with that completely. I think I have seen so many success stories on dating apps. I mean, first of all, cook and date is not a dating app. It's, it's a, um, well, you describe it, uh, Domenico, yeah, since you've been there. An, it's an activity. It's a, really, it's an activity. It's, it's a social it's, gathering, it's a, gathering. a social activity where you're doing something that everybody like people who go yeah. there is because they're enjoying, they enjoy cooking also. Exactly. And there's right? an age group. So, you know, you're meeting someone within a certain age group, you know, you're meeting someone, you know, in the, like, let's say within Montreal. I mean, there has been times when I've had someone from Toronto in Montreal for business and come to the, to the events, but it's only because he's here or she's here more often than not, you know? So it's, you're looking for, you're looking at in my, in my type of event, serious people. So it's a social gathering. Yes, there's a charge to it, but it's a, it's a three hour event and you're meeting right. nice, serious people. And I can't, I, I don't agree with that, uh, that uh, texture either because I know a lot of people that met from my service, but also many apps and. Absolutely. Apps and, this is how everybody's doing it now yeah. anyway, because A, there's, who wants to waste time? It's not about attracting yeah. a woman. Um, first of all, Domenico is a very attractive man. I'm sure women will talk to you and what have you. It's not about that, but plenty of dating apps are people who could easily attract, but Mm -hmm. you're just reduce, like you're just finding a quicker way to get to people that, uh, you know, whatever you're looking for uh, Mm -hmm. with your profile and all that like-minded people. So to me, that's, you know, that's a given. I, I think that's an old way of thinking that yeah. you know apps or websites or what have you are for losers uh that was the way we thought you know maybe 30 years or 20 years ago when when it just just started but certainly not today because you ask any young person today i don't know one young uh or older uh single person who has not been on uh, some kind of dating app period mm-hmm. so you know there you have it uh, the texture is 70% correct. Okay. Well, I, you know, again, uh, you don't have to like it. Not everybody, not everybody likes it. Uh, drop this woman who won't date six plus guys because of their heels. Good luck to them. I'm five eleven and happy to be that way. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, well, listen, uh, I think, uh, we, we have enough information to, um, put you out there, Domenico, as our bachelor of, uh, of the month. You, I think you made quite a good impression, frankly, if you ask me, uh, Christina will be, uh, available to, uh, connect with our listeners. You can reach her through cook and and, uh, she'll pass on, she'll make the, uh, the, the, connect, the, the introductions and the connections rather than me giving Domenico all of your social media handles and you being bombarded. We're going to let Christina handle it. <laughs> How's that? All good. All good. Right? I'll, is I'll that, filter, is that okay? She, yeah, she's, she's filtering for you. Look how nice she is. She gets to filter for you so you don't have to go through all those demands. 
Uh, guys, I want to uh, thank you very much. Domenico, thank you for being in the hot seat tonight. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, it's my pleasure. A lot of fun. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you had fun. Uh, Christina, we will connect again uh, next, next month. month. Yes, All yes. right. Let's All right. see if we can get a, a female uh, yeah. a bachelorette I'm, I'm of the start month. I'm going to working on it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Thanks, you guys. Thank you. Uh, thanks to all of you for uh, for tuning in and, and for your texts. I appreciate it very much. Thank you to our technical producer tonight, Chris Aikens, as well. If you want to connect with me on social media, you can do that at Dr. Lori Batito or through my website, drlori.com, uh, where you can also find the past podcasts of the shows, including uh, this one. So if you want to share them, listen to them at your leisure, you can do that. Coming up next year on CJD, we bring you the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening. Stay safe and remember to live your life with passion.